This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. I'm Kate Bendel, the Dunedin Yoga Lady. Join me every second Tuesday at 10.30 as we explore all things to know about yoga. My passion is to open the doors of this powerful practice to the community and to share that passion with you. The Dunedin Yoga Lady, fortnightly on Tuesdays at 10.30 on ORFM and podcast from oar.org.nz. Good morning and thank you for joining me here for the Dunedin Yoga Lady show. I'm Kate, Kate Bendel, the host of this show and thank you for spending time with me. This show is primarily about the slightly lesser known aspect of yoga which is Vedic chanting. We do talk about other things in the yoga world and other ways that yoga can be helpful to us. However, my journey through yoga has spanned over 35 years. and I've lost count, actually. Um, And where that journey has ended up is that my primary practice these days is Vedic chanting. So... That in itself um, is something that I'm, I will talk about it in another show, perhaps sort of the evolution and change of the practice, because for most people, when we think of yoga, it's quite likely that you either think of those physical poses that you see people doing, or perhaps you think of meditation, both of which are parts of yoga. So in this show, we're going to talk more and more about Vedic chanting. I'm going to share some Vedic chants with you on each show. And I must say I'm a little bit excited for this one because I very recently in the mail just received my certificate for being qualified now as a Vedic chanting teacher. So I've been practicing Vedic chanting for quite some time as a student but now after undergoing a pretty intense training I'm now qualified as a teacher so that feels very exciting to me and maybe to some of you listening that might slightly prick your ears because for the first time in Dunedin we're going to have the opportunity to have lessons in Vedic chanting. And these will evolve over time. Um, Initially, some of the classes will be happening up at New Yoga. Bless them, they're willing to host some workshops and classes on Vedic chanting. And there's already people in the yoga community I know who are interested in learning chanting. But also, for some people, it will be their entry point into yoga that you don't have to follow the more common path of doing asana and then over time refining and getting into more subtle practices some people can go right in as with Vedic chanting as their entry point and that excites me in many ways because it it has the ability to be picked up and used as a tool, as a yoga tool, by a wide range of people. 
you know, age happens to this body that we're knocking around in. And sometimes if, if you're 60 or 70, yes, you can do asana-based yoga. And actually, I teach a class for over 65s. And we do do asana, some physical movement. But it's not everybody's cup of tea. Not everybody wants to do that. And there's actually some people that, um, for various reasons, might find that access point not it doesn't resonate with them that's not what they really feel like is going to connect them best to themselves and so for that group of people um, often yoga philosophy is a nice way into yoga or vedic chanting so the classes that i will be teaching up at the studio and privately one-on-one um, perhaps it can be a way for some people who are not interested in the physical dimension but want a practice they want to be involved in yoga receive the benefits of chanting vedic mantras um so i'll talk a little bit more about that at the end or maybe i should drop that in now actually um if if you're thinking oh i'm curious um new yoga they have a website but the information isn't up there just yet we haven't nailed in the dates uh they'll be possibly not until february things sort of get crazy around christmas and then it, a lot of people are away in january so i imagine come february 2023 there will be workshops or classes of vedic chanting up at new yoga and but also another very effective way of learning chanting if you don't feel like going to a studio or attending a group class it goes very well one-on-one over zoom actually that's how I've learned a lot of my chanting um, so on my website which is the Dunedin Yoga Lady dot com will have information about how to get hold of me if you're interested in Vedic chanting over the over zoom so what we're going to do today um obviously i'm going to do a little a a chant and it's and i'm also going to do a little bit of translation and explanation of the chant sometimes once you fall in love with chanting as has happened to me the meaning is not in some ways it's more a felt thing and i don't need to know what it means i just love the consequence I love the the feeling that happens from the chanting but I also know that some people um, have a more kind of intellectual orientation and would like to know so today the chant I'm going to do is one of the first ones that I learned um, and it is one of the first ones that is sort of teachable um, chanting is like a lot of things that you there's definitely a continuum of complexity so obviously when we're all learners we we learn some of the simple ones and then over time pro- progress to the more complicated ones and in saying that I think sometimes when you listen to a chant it only has three notes it has a base you know a base note and then you can go down from there to a lower note, or you can go up to the high note. So it's only three notes. And I think for some of us who are not natural singers, which is me, 
the fact that there's only three notes can can mean that it's easier. I'm not suggesting for a minute that Vedic chanting is easy. It's kind of not, but it's doable. Even if you're a non-singer, when I first started chanting, um, it was very difficult for me to make that transition, that simple transition in some ways to either go up a note or down a note. Um, that that wasn't easy or natural for me. But over time, I have learned to do that. And so it's a combination of over time, you learn to listen because chanting's done not by reading so much as by listening. So there's this process of refining your own ability to listen and focus. And that that's quite, um, has quite a kind of, flow on effect I think has been my experience it's yeah actually listening not thinking I'm listening but actually listening and yeah there's an the the process itself is of value rather than the goal of being able to chant something perfectly I mean that's ideally where we're going but in some ways there, we never get there. Some of the chants that I have been learning, I would have been chanting them for 50, 60, maybe 100 hours, maybe more actually, I've lost track, and I still make mistakes. And my teacher, who has been chanting some of them for probably 1,000 hours, might make a mistake because the degree of concentration and focus that is required is a reflection of how is your mind in that moment? Like, and so it's a very good tool for focusing the mind. And that's in some ways, that's where the deep benefits come. It's yes, we're chanting, but what's that having an effect on? And it's a, it really is you're working on your mind. And anyone who's been listening or knows from their own experience that that's really is the origin and the solution to our suffering is what's going on in our mind. So chanting is incredibly powerful for working with your mind. So I am going to do a little, just a, tight, a short opening chant and then I'll move into the chant for the day. Shri Krishna Vagi Shayati Shwarapyam Samprapta Jakrankana Pashasaram Shri Nut Narangendraya Tau Samapitasvam Shri Krishna Maryam Guru Varyamidhe Virodhe Katike Mase Shatatara Kretodayam Yoga Charyang Krishna Maryang Guru Varyamaham Paji Shishikam Krishna Maryasya Natavam Shapradipakam Kalyana Gunarupantam Shri Deshikam Namamyaham 
ಪ್ರಶಾಂತ ಪುರುಷಾಕಾರ ವಿನಿಯೋಗ ಪ್ರಚಾರಕ ವಿಶೇಷವಾಧಿಕ ಸೂರ್ಯ ತಂ ದೇಶಿಕ ಸ್ಮರಮ್ಯಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುಪ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿಹಿ So that was part of the opening prayers just paying respect to the lineage where I have learned my yoga from and the chanting from um for any kind of yoga yoga geeks out there that's the Krishna Macharya lineage and Krishna Macharya was pivotal in opening the doors of Vedic chanting both to the the non-brahmic community and to to women prior to that the only people really who had access to vedic chanting and we're going back you know thousands of years here were male brahmin um so krishna macharya who himself was a brahmin and a very traditional yogi found within the the shastras the sacred texts of yoga he found reference to the the fact that women could chant and it was a practice that they were eligible for and he forged ahead with that and i have no doubt that that move would have been met with a lot of criticism however from from his decision to do that and his willingness to open the doors in this time in history which if you know yoga or indic culture we're we're in a, a stage now which is called kali yuga the 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 world the evolution of the world um goes through these four phases which are an incredibly long I, unfortunately i can't remember off the top of my head we're talking epic epic long periods of time and we're in a stage which unfortunately kali yuga is considered sort of the dark era and it's the era where we need to perhaps take drastic measures and do things that at other times aren't appropriate so for him one of those drastic measures is we need more vedic chanting in the world we need to make it available for more people so although living in kali yuga may not be such a good time to be here um personally i'm quite happy in some ways that vedic chanting has now become available and is such a precious practice that we can now participate in so i'm going to do one more short chant and this is a chant just to bring a a blessing and a protection over what goes on between you the listener and me the chanter some of you may have heard this before it's it's a very common chant usually done at the beginning of any kind of teaching or exchange oh sahana babatu Sahana punatu 
Sahabiryam Karabhavai Ketas Vinavati Tamastu Ma Bid Vishavahai Om Shanti 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 So really what's that, what that chant is saying is may both the teacher and the student be protected, may we both be nourished, may we learn together with positive energy, may there be no dis discord between us. And that last bit, that beautiful Om Shanti 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 is let there be peace in the body, peace in the mind, and peace in the spirit. So, now let me chant for you. This chant is called Aryo Mantraha, and it is a, a healing chant, really. It's a chant that's asking for, for good health, really. Um, and that's something I think all of us are seeking. We're seeking to be well. We're not necessarily seeking to be top-notch athletes or anything, but we actually all want to be well and healthy. So that is what this chant is. So I'll chant this for you now. Oh, ah, your Oh, uh... 
کشتن دهی So that is the Arya Mantra Ha. So this is a chant that is calling to the divine. That's the Dehi part and the Om. And it's kind of going through the different parts of the body, the different parts of our system, and, and asking, may these parts of ourselves be, be well. So it, it goes through some of the physical parts of the body, like it goes through the eyes, through the ears, through your speech. Um, but it also goes through other aspects of the body that perhaps are not such a kind of Western model, but it goes through... Um, like the, the energy body, which is your pranic body, it goes through, it calls, may there be wellness in my mind, which I think is beautiful. May there be wellness in my um, spirit, or you may use the word soul. Um, and so it is this call, uh, you could call it a prayer, but it's a, a chant, a sacred chant, asking for wellness this is a chant that also you can have gestures that go with it you know you can place your hands in particular parts of the body so this is one of the chants that I will be teaching probably the first chant I'll be teaching actually in the chanting courses next year um, at New Yoga if you've just tuned in because for two reasons it's relatively simple there was a lot of repetition in there you would have noticed but also it's the application of it for chanting my, my hope is to teach people chants that you will actually use so yes there is benefit in chanting listening to chanting I mean that's why I'm doing it here on the show so you can hear it and there is a benefit from listening to it but there is a far greater benefit from actually chanting it yourself those vibrations that you're setting up in yourself when you do it yourself are a lot lot stronger so my hope is to teach chanting that people will then go home and continue it. And chanting can be a very beautiful daily practice. All of us have in us that desire for that deeper connection. And it would seem in the world now that religion, for various reasons, isn't working so many for most people. I know it does for some people, but for a lot of people, it doesn't anymore. And yet we still have that deeper need for, for the sacred, for ritual. And for me, chanting really fills that spot in my life. So lighting a candle and chanting a chant like this every day is something that I hope after the chanting course, people will feel 
really confident and want to do it. I think chanting, if you're someone who's drawn to chanting, it has a sweetness to it and a depth to it that um, means it is something that you easily want to do every day. You don't have to make yourself do it. You want to do it. So thank you for listening. You've been listening to Kate uh, Kate Bendel, the Dunedin Yoga Lady. If you want to learn more about the chanting, you can jump onto my website, thedunedinyogalady.com, or in the new year, 2023, that will be, goodness me, um, New Yoga, which is, they have a website, NU, it is, NU Yoga, all one word, dot NZ. They will be offering some Vedic chanting courses and workshops up there as well. So thanks for spending this time with me. Um, I hope you enjoyed the chant. And next week, we're going to look at the Gayatri Mantra, probably the most common Vedic chant globally, I suspect. I'm, I'm not an expert, but I think that would be the case. Okay, thanks for listening. I'm Kate Bendel, the Dunedin Yoga Lady. Join me every second Tuesday at 10.30 as we explore all things to know about yoga. My passion is to open the doors of this powerful practice to the community and to share that passion with you. The Dunedin Yoga Lady, fortnightly on Tuesdays at 10.30 on ORFM and podcast from oar.org.nz. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.